All right, guys, we are in. Welcome to day 11 of me posting 100 days in a row on YouTube and with podcasts. And today's topic is slightly more morbid than some of the other ones, but nonetheless, I feel like it is incredibly important. But before we get into that, as always, let me briefly introduce myself for the people who have stumbled across this podcast or this YouTube channel and have absolutely no idea who I am. So my name is Doug, I'm an online coach and I primarily help nine to five guys who are feeling drained and struggling to balance work and life to take back control of their health, reboot their mindset and most importantly, get their edge back. Okay, so today, what the fuck has gone wrong? The title of this video is around the fact that when you really take a step back and look at the situation, not a lot makes sense logically on the, on the surface. But if you look a little layers under, a couple of layers under, it makes a lot more sense. Let me explain. As human beings, we have never had any, this much access to this much information in the history of humanity. And it's all for free. It's all available at the tap of the button, pretty much wherever you are in the world now. We've got to that point. Instantaneously. We have access, the more people have more access to healthier food at more affordable prices than ever before. We have more gyms than ever before, particularly I know for a fact in the UK and the US and they are run more affordably than ever before. And yet, obesity and suicide rates, both in men and in women, but primarily in men, I believe, are out of control. They're at their highest level they've ever been, they're climbing faster than they've ever climbed, and they show no, slide, no sign of reversing or even slowing down. It's a real fucking mess. And when you take into account what I've just told you, it doesn't make a lot of sense, right? We've got the information, so we have access to know what to do. There's no paywall in between us and the knowledge that we need to do the thing to, to get the result, to feel better. And we've got access to the gyms, we've got access to the food, we've got access to water, right? We Our basic needs are pretty much taken care of. But yet, statistically speaking, maybe this doesn't apply to you personally, but statistically speaking, things are getting worse. So what's going on? And I had a real good think about this. And I think, uh, first of all, it's important to say there is no one thing. But personally, I think one of the biggest things, if not the biggest thing, is that our brains are not wired to absorb this much information this fast. What makes it more conflicting or, well, what makes it harder is the conflicting, is the confliction. So when you've got multiple sources of information who are authority figures or perceived to be authority figures, giving you conflict, directly conflicting information, it's very difficult to know what to believe and what to do. And as a result, the default function of your brain, whose job is to keep you alive at its very basic level is to just do nothing. That's the default option because that's the safest bet. 
do nothing, right? You walk into a casino, the safest bet is not bet red or bet black, it's to not bet, right? And your brain is basically making that same decision for you. If it doesn't, it's not that it doesn't have the information, it's that it doesn't know what to do with it or what to believe. So its default setting is to do nothing. And it's paralysis by analysis. And it's really messing us up. You know, the internet is amazing, but I think a lot of us are using it wrong. And it was funny, I listened to a podcast yesterday with two guys who are very successful creators talking about their relationship with social media and how they use it, similarly to how I use it as a, as a tool to reach people. They have curated their, their, who they follow, who they subscribe to, but these algorithms are so finely tuned that even they will go on the platforms to do their daily posts or reply to comments or respond to messages and they will still get sucked into the doom scrolling and you know suddenly 15 minutes 30 minutes has passed and they haven't even done the task that they went on the platform to do and that's the professionals if you're just a, a consumer which 99% of people who use social media are and by consumer I mean you're not actively trying to make money from social media I'm not saying you don't post but you might post just for you know just to post there's no there's no ulterior motive that makes it sound really bad doesn't it but you know what I mean and the relationship consumers and, and creators consumers and uh, creators have with social media is very different creators understand the, they get they understand the game a little bit more especially the longer they've been doing it the longer in the tooth they are with this sort of stuff so you imagine a consumer who's in their day-to-day -day, they go on and they're doom scrolling for not 15 or 30 minutes they're doing it for an hour or two and i'm guilty of this sometimes very rarely now but sometimes it will just get you and you go down this rabbit hole and the algorithm knows what you're watching and feeds you more. It feeds that confirmation bias. So we need to really be careful with our relationships with social media. I think we need to be very curated around who we're subscribing to and who we're following. I think some basic solid principles are how does that person's content make you feel? If it makes you feel worse after you've consumed it, then I would encourage you not to consume it. And I know a lot of people think, yeah, but that's my best friend or my family member or a colleague. It's going to be awkward or weird if I unsubscribe or unfollow them or something. Most of these apps now have features, I think all of them do actually, where you can just mute someone. So I get it. Like you might not necessarily want to unfollow your mum or whatever, but... <laughs> Just unsubscribe, or oh, sorry, just mute, just mute. That's, it's a very simple option and you're just not going to see their stuff. And spend, you know, the next time you go on social media, rather than spending 15, 20, 30 minutes or more consuming content, I encourage you to spend that time curating your feed. You know, think of it like a, like a garden. Go and trim those bushes, you know, cut the fat, get rid of, the crap that doesn't add any value to your life, is negative or isn't positive, and 
just makes you feel worse than you felt before you consumed it. And, you know, you can go into this with effectively like a three-strike policy. So I'm not necessarily saying like, go on and be like an emotional reactive toddler. I'm saying go on and say, right, as of today, everybody's on a three-strike policy. And it could be anything. It could be that they just, like, I'm guilty. I'm, I'm not, I say guilty. I'm not guilty, but I post a lot of crap, basically. I know, you know, people unfollow me and then refollow me. And you just, I don't get emotional about it. I don't care. I understand that I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea. I understand that I'm going to trigger some people and that's absolutely fine. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not in it to try and please everybody and neither should you be. So it's your social media. It's your, it's your account. It's a little bit like your bank account, right? Treat it like that. You wouldn't like let someone come in and control that, would you? Unless you're Britney Spears. <laughs> you're in charge of it. You're in control of it. And I think when it comes to information and knowing what to do and what to believe, I do believe at a gut instinctual level, we know who we can trust and who we can't. The other thing to think about is the difference between opinion and advice. Okay, and this is quite a useful gauge when it comes to social media. Advice is coming from someone who doesn't necessarily have a vendetta or an ulterior motive, and they've actually been there and done it. And they, or they do it professionally. And so they work with people who have been there and done it. So they've advised other people professionally. Whereas an opinion is just it's everything else, right? It's just, just oh, I've got an opinion on this. Okay, well, by nature, theoretically, everybody could, could have an opinion on absolutely everything. And this day, maybe that's part of the problem this day, is everybody feels like they have to have an opinion on everything, right? They, bombs start going off in Israel or the Ukraine, and suddenly everybody's like, right, okay, right, I've got to do my research, I've got to pick a side, I've got to, oh, bloody hell, it's like, no, you don't, you don't, you don't have to. I'm not saying he completely blase to it and or ignore it and pretend it's not happening and skip down the road like the world's an amazing place. Of course, acknowledge and empathize with the situation, but don't feel like you've got to literally waste your time because it is a waste of your time because you cannot influence these things. And I'm just giving examples here. There's millions of examples that you cannot influence. So don't feel like you've got to have an opinion on everything. Curate who you're following on social media. Don't let anybody else control that decision or those decision-making processes. And use your gut in... Oh, I'm saying like this. Use your gut instinct as to who you think you should listen to and look at that based on whether they're giving advice or opinion. Now, of course, I could probably sit here and do like an hour-long video on social media, but I think hopefully today that has been a bit more of a succinct... I guess it's ended up being a bit of a guide of how to use social media. Like as a creator, as someone who's been creating content now for five years nearly, which is crazy, you know, I, I'm actively trying to get my screen time down and use it as a tool to reach the world. But you have to balance it out and treat it like social media because if you're not consuming and, and responding like a consumer, then you become, you, you make yourself uh, very hard to resonate with and alienate yourself effectively. So it's a tough one. And I, I'm, I'm not the expert. I've not figured it out. But this is advice based on what I have done, what I have helped other people do. So you can choose to take it, leave it, do with it what you want. But I unfortunately believe that whilst the internet is insanely powerful and overall has the potential to be 
like such a net positive. I think because it's still so new in the grand scheme of things, we have a pretty shite relationship with it overall as a population, as a human, human humanity. And just think about it. This is the one thing I want to finally finish on because I think this might help you a little bit as well. Imagine your 13-year-old son or daughter came to you for the first time and said, Dad or Mum, I want an iPhone because we don't buy our kids Androids. Fucking hell. <laughs> I want an iPhone. I want to go on Instagram. I want to go on TikTok. What advice would you give them? All right? And then think about that and then do that <laughs> yourself because I guarantee you the advice that you would give your child, 50% of it, you're not even doing yourself. And you know, you know the things to say, right? You know the things to say because we've all had the scams. We've all had the messages. We've all, we all know the, 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 the pitfalls to avoid, but we still fall for them. <laughs> I'm going to wrap it up there, guys. Thank you very much for watching, for listening. I love you all. I'll catch you tomorrow.